You're listening to the Merged Marketing Podcast with me, Jason Hunt. The mission with this show is to discuss all things marketing, sales, and mindset. It's my hope for entrepreneurs like you to get the most from your efforts so that you can focus on what you do best. Let's go. You're listening to episode 135 of the Merged Marketing Podcast. And on this episode, we're talking about how to use comedy to drive brand awareness. My guests on this show are Shelby Dash and Christina Clifford coming to us all the way from Los Angeles, California. Now, Shelby and Christina, both professionally trained comedic actresses, started making comedy videos just for fun in 2015. What started out as a passion project turned into a career when various brands and businesses started approaching them for custom video content. Although content creation is no longer just a hobby, Shelby and Christina still bring that same sense of fun to every project they tackle, leaving their clients with something truly unique. Now we've spoken at length about brand awareness on the Merge Marketing Podcast, but I love this episode because we dive into the content itself and the importance of having that comedic content at the top of your funnel. You only get one chance to make that first connection and adding some content to that content mix really can make that connection count. You want to strike an emotion. You want to get your prospect to laugh. You want to leave that lasting impression at the top of the funnel because really all those efforts you're making down the funnel, whether it's that email nurture sequence or those retargeting ads, really are all going to complement that initial piece of content that you put out there. Shelby and Christina talk about the process they go through in creating these storyboards and content for their clients. And I strongly suggest you go on over and check out their YouTube channel as well as their website after this episode, because I'm sure I can guarantee you you're going to have a laugh. Without further ado, let's kick to my chat with Shelby and Christina. You are listening to the Merged Marketing Podcast, and this is episode 135. And today we're talking about how to use comedy to drive brand awareness. And right there with me today is Shelby Dash and Christina Clifford. Welcome to the show, ladies. Thank you. Thanks for having us, Jay. Awesome. Yeah, when I saw you guys signed up and I saw the topic that you guys wanted to dive into, it got me really excited because we've never talked about this topic on the podcast before, but it's so important. It's like between the lines of importance. It's like comedy. Yes, this is what captures people's attention and drives emotion. And you definitely need to talk about comedy and a brand awareness in the same sentence. And we're going to dive into that today. But before we do that, let's talk a bit about you guys and maybe uh, Shelby or Christina. You can tell me what brought you to where you are today. Well, we started out in the acting world in Los Angeles, comedy, improv, all that stuff. And when, you know, you're out in Los Angeles pursuing acting, you do not have much control. So we kind of tried to take things in our own hands a bit. And that's why we started making comedy videos. Um, and we kind of taught ourselves from beginning to end how to make a comedy video and, you know, hiccups along the way. But we really trained ourselves how to do it. And then we fell into the branded stuff. I would say two years ago during the pandemic, when we lost our day jobs, we kind of fell into uh, a relationship with this guy in Sweden who uh, owned an ad agency for YouTube. And we started making content for him. And that's when we kind of... It, hit us. We were like, okay, we're kind of good at this. Maybe we need to expand and, and really go for this and do this on our own. 
for the first one, right? The first one is is probably the the hardest one for you guys to do. What was that first product that you guys rolled this out for to be like, hey, this is a thing and we're going to test it out with this specific product? Well, there were, okay, so before we even started working with the Swedish YouTube ad agency, we did like a couple one-offs for some really small, you know, we did a coffee company that reached out to us through Instagram, but um, then I think the one that really catapulted us into like, let's do this was for a hair product, like a blow dry brush. Um, that was sort of our first uh, product that we did a series of ads for, and um, we went for it. We went with, for with it. That yeah. And it was pretty successful. They were really happy with, um, we did a bunch of different, different versions, but they, one in particular, they were really happy with, and that kind of solidified our relationship with that ad agency. And from there, we just started knocking them out. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And what, what's the connection between you two? Like what, what's with you guys working together and maybe speak a little bit about to how you guys got connected and the dynamic between the two of you guys doing them together. Yeah, well, truthfully, we met in acting class and, and right off the bat, I thought she was hilarious. And not only was she super funny, but I could tell she was super motivated and really like in this town, you meet a lot of people who say they want to do X, Y and Z, but they never really follow through with X, Y and Z. So she was a go getter. And I knew I wanted her in my corner. So um, we kind of just fell into it. And I feel like our humor really aligns. And we also are screenwriters with each other as well. So I think the give and take that we have is pretty phenomenal because it is hard to find a good partnership. And I think we kind of balance each other out. She's really good with the like technical kind of stuff. I have these crazy wild ideas. I mean, she has great ideas too, but. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, you know, just to add to that, when you're doing comedy, um, a lot of it is like being in your head, like, wow, is this even funny? And I know that if I can, you know, tell Christina something and she lights up at the idea or she laughs, then I'm like, I know that that's funny because obviously, you know, I trust her opinion. She's super funny. So um, I think in comedy, having someone to bounce things off of is paramount. so, yeah, so paramount. And um, a lot of times, too, one of us will come up with an idea that's sort of like halfway there and then the other person will push it over the goalpost. So um, that is also, you know, a great aspect of having a partnership and having a supportive partner. <laughs> it's it's that's awesome and i think it's so important i mean even in my business I'm, I'm more of the creative guy my business partner is more technical but it's so important to have kind of that that offset or that person that can kind of take advantage of that weakness you know where you might lack and and i, I think you're just stronger together that way and obviously it is apparent with you guys so that's awesome now in terms of the industries that you guys are working with or where you're seeing that this style of creative works best, is there a particular industry or do you think this can work with pretty much every industry? You know, we get this question a lot and I think it's a great one. Um, we're kind of, you know, navigating that right now. Um, but we do believe we can find comedy within any problem because when there's a problem, there is inherently relatability and that is where comedy lives and breathes. So 
we have actually been given some really good advice to start looking at more B2B businesses because those are the ones that are maybe are a little more stale with their advertising or um, they don't know how to approach it in a comedic way. So I really do think there, there's a little crack, even if you think it might not, um, you know, work with something comedic. I think it just might. Maybe, you know, Zoloft or like something like that. Maybe not. <laughs> now, do you guys typically, are, are you guys, is it on you guys to come up with the creative and the script and, and how does that process work with a client? Like, are, 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 do they have their hands in it a lot in terms of what's getting approved, things you can say, things you cannot, or is that like kind of like at the, at the onset of working together, are you like, Hey, we're going to put together this entire commercial for you, this entire YouTube campaign and just leave it to us. Um, it's interesting. I guess it sort of depends on the client, but typically what we do is, uh, when we're working with someone new, we have an initial meeting where, you know, we ask a ton of questions. We do a lot of listening and that's usually where they'll kind of give us, you know, their brand guidelines, the rundown of what they're looking for, other ads that they've seen that they like, sort of the vibe. Then from there, we'll go away, do a big brainstorm and then pitch, you know, around five or six concepts to them. We also get kind of gauge how much of a risk they're willing to take, like how far they want to go with the comedy. Mm -hmm. Sorry, continue. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's true. And um, yeah, so from there we do our pitch, which is like a full on performance over Zoom. We act out every role. We, you know, I'm a lion in the jungle. We go there so they can really see what it's going to be like. And um, once they've narrowed it down or they say, look, we love this idea, but we can't bleep out curse words. That's pushing it too far. Or, oh, we love this idea, but can we make the hero a female? All those kinds of things. Then we always check in with them as we go in terms of like the script. And so there's a lot of communication going back and forth. Um, with an agency, it's a little bit different because we usually don't speak directly to the client. It's up to the agency to like relay all that info to us. But either way, I would say there's a lot of communication and we, we always get approvals like every step of the process. So yeah, we pretty much do everything from ideation to the final edit, which is what we were doing with our comedy videos when we were doing it just for fun. So kind of just move that whole process over. Process over. That's cool. Uh, it's, it's as the salesperson in me is kind of like, this is like the easiest pitch in the world. You can be like at the bar, having a drink, ask somebody what their business is and be like, I've got an idea for you. <laughs> like, That's great. Come to my office Monday morning. Let's talk about it. Right. Like yeah. it seems like such a great sort of a, a service to be able to pitch to somebody. And obviously you need to understand their brand and business. Um, but I just think it, it's, so, it's so fun just to come up with these unique ideas on pitches and then just put them into execution, right? And put them yeah. in action. That is definitely the fun part. There's a lot of laughing involved. We really don't edit ourselves. We come up with the, the craziest, <laughs> silliest, dumbest ideas. Um, and then we see what sticks. All right. All right. I'm going to put you on the spot now. What's the craziest, silliest, dumbest idea you have come up for a campaign and, you know, like been shot down or not been shot down? Well, the first thing that comes to mind, because we just concepted this, uh, go, yeah. I don't know if we should say it, um, we haven't pitched it yet, but <clears throat> it's basically for um, a pet company and it's basically a bunch of poops <laughs> in a litter box uh, having beer talking to each other. 
talking about how long they've been there. And it sounds crazy. And we might just not pitch that one. But <laughs> that yeah. could work for a plumbing company. I think it could, you could pull that off. Oh, right? yeah. Or, could, or a kitty litter company could actually work pretty well. Yeah. Too. It's not that's, bad. Just, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. I can't imagine. Is this going to be animation? Or are you guys actually going to be wearing poo costumes? No, I think we would have like, I kind of see it as guys, like dudes having beers, but like, yeah, just <laughs> in full body poop costumes, just like, how long have you been in there? Yeah. And then a new guy drops in. He's like, can I get a beer? Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Obviously there's, 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 there, there's some brainstorming that comes into these wild ideas that you come up with. So What's the process like for coming up with brainstorming these type of video ads? Yeah, so we we definitely go over what we talked about with the client, um, the aspects we want to hit, what who the target mark uh, target audience is, um, and really kind of step into their shoes, figure out okay what are their problems, and and then kind of how we can make it funny. And we have definitely different comedy tropes that we always go to, like you know, personification or um, having a very uh, specific spokesperson with a very specific point of view who is a little heightened, a little aspirational. We did that with um, one of our ideas where it was for a cat litter company as well. And um, it was turning a cat lady into a cat goddess. And this cat goddess was very aspirational, someone that, you know, a cat lady might aspire to be. Um, so we have these different comedy tropes that we kind of go from. And then, like she said earlier, if someone starts out with something, but they don't really know how it's going to land, then the other person can kind of fill in the blanks. So it, it kind of goes all over the place. Mm -hmm. And then we narrow it down to maybe five ideas and flush it out a bit more. And then that's when we pitch it. And, you know, they're not all winners, <laughs> but um, yeah, sometimes we're surprised with the ideas that they do resonate with. Yeah, we, we usually will do like a few out there ones pushing it and then some safer ones. And I would say actually majority of the time the client responds to the more outside box ones. So some there. <laughs> I think it offers a fresh perspective too when, when you guys come to the table, you know, maybe not being cat litter experts, but coming to the table being like, hey, I think this idea could really work. And I think probably you're your clients appreciate that sort of an outsider's point of view, right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So for, for you guys, like in terms of, I want to talk a little bit about the process because I know, uh, you know, a good amount of our audience would be, you know, entrepreneurs, small business owners, they might not have the budgets to afford, you know, a team like you guys that are able to come in as actors and come up with the big ideas and, and do the whole production. Are there some hacks that our audience can take away from this episode in terms of the production? How do you guys go to producing it? The channels that you use as well? Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say, um, you know, I guess a good one would be um, ask for help. You know what I mean? And definitely before you get started, maybe just do a little research in terms of watch a bunch of ads. You know, if you're looking at doing YouTube ads, watch a bunch of YouTube ads. If you're looking at doing something more like UGC, but still funny for like TikTok, watch a bunch of those. What see styles what, are effective? Yeah. See what you respond to and what, you know, your target customer responds to, what your friends and family respond to. And then 
that might kind of spark your mind. And then you might start thinking of ideas, you know, when you're just walking around or when you're going to get coffee, it'll just pop into your mind. So that's a good way to get started. I yeah. Guess. And they can go through the brainstorm process as well and write, write these ideas down, test them out. Um, I think a lot of people have a fear of putting themselves out there in that way. So I think the biggest advice we give is just to do it, just to start. And may maybe you don't have to post it if, mm -hmm. if you're not ready, but just getting the practice in and, you know, iPhones these days are pretty amazing. So um, play around and like she said, emulate what you like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even if you, um, you know, get to a point where you are trying to do this on your own and it's not working, you're not getting what you want, and then you want to go hire someone, it's only going to serve you that you've tried to do it yourself first, because you're going to understand like what we're our side of the process and like what we're looking for, what we're dealing with. And you're going to start to understand editing and how sometimes things translate differently on the page than they do when you actually film them. All those little nuances will only help you when you're picking your team um, or your freelancers. Your guys' competitive advantage is the simple fact that you're comical. You know what I mean? Like it's a little different than, than being a business owner, being like, yeah, I need to go and hire a brand ambassador to go and, and, you know, read these things or talk about the services and features of my business. But you guys add that comedic, comedic, comedic aspect <laughs> to it where it's kind of like you can't really, most people can't do that themselves. And that's where you are <laughs> coming, right? I think, I think where people could really, you know, the do it yourselfers would sit there and come up with the idea, but they still need the talent to fulfill the work, right? Totally. Definitely. And even when it comes down to things like our network of actors that we hire to be in this, like we have a really um, strong group of comedic actors that we've worked with for years and that we trust. And, you know, with the editing, we both take on the editing obviously our entire editing background is editing comedy, which is quite a bit different from editing, not comedy. Because <laughs> you want to make sure that timing is there. And there are certain tricks that you can do, like cutting someone off mid sentence, and then quick cuts, like, there's all these little things that we've learned over the years that um, kind of, I guess, give us a little advantage over you know, your average videographer. Real quick, guys. Are you an entrepreneur, a small business owner, a marketing director that's wearing way too many hats? You find yourself doing too many different types of jobs within the business and allocating your attention everywhere. There's a good chance if you're doing this, you're a jack of all trades, master of none. This is exactly why Merged Media exists. We're your one-stop digital shop, your outsourced CMO. We take care of all of those digital marketing tasks all under one roof including Google ads, search engine optimization, social media marketing, and website optimization. We're all collaborating together under one roof at Merged Media. And if you think there might be a good fit for us to work with you, I want you to go on over to merged.ca and book your discovery call today. That's merged.ca. So now that we're talking about, uh, we talked about the content creation aspect of it. Um, now, what about distribution in terms of distribution? How are, are you guys touching the distribution side of it? Or are you guys strictly focused on creative? Creative. Yeah, creative. Okay. So we, we once you have, yeah, I was just going to say, once you have that sort of video content wrapped up in a bow and you send it to the client, um, what do you recommend? 
where, what do they do with that content? Put it on YouTube? Because the fear of that is you throw it on YouTube and this great piece of content gets 50 views and then it lives and dies on YouTube. So um, are there things that you tell clients to do with the content to, to get it the most distribution or the most exposure as possible? Um, but we don't, we really just handle like the creative asset and then it's either up to the ad agency or it's up to the client to do what they will with it. But I will say most of our clients come to us, not just for regular YouTube videos. They come with the intention of running it as an ad, um, and getting paid ad space on YouTube. So, you know, we built in, or we will sometimes build in certain things where we'll have a long run at the end where we're like, don't you want to click that link? Come on, girl, I see you hanging out, click it, you know, stuff like that. That's really built for YouTube ads when people just kind of let them run. Um, so we do always take into consideration their plans and what they want to do with the content at the end. We've also done like a Kickstarter video. So obviously that's like a different format. Um, so usually I would say people come to us already kind of knowing what they want to do with it, or if it's broadcast, obviously they have their own specifications for that, but, um, it's yeah. really, it's more up to them and they're the expert in their brand. So it'd probably be better for them to determine which platform is best and in which way that they promote it. hundred percent. Do you, are you guys active on TikTok at all? Is that a platform you suggest people leverage your videos on? A hundred percent they should. Yes. We, <laughs> our TikTok is lacking. I, I do love watching. We have some plans. <laughs> we have some plans. That's all right. But I mean, like, I mean, you guys aren't responsible for really growing your own TikTok. You guys are just responsible for creating the content. And I'm sure a lot of your content, is it filmed in vertical format? Typically or um, usually not, right? Just depends. It depends on, yeah, the need of the video. If we know that this video is specifically for Instagram or like Instagram Reels or TikTok, we will film it vertically. But um, we also often will do a lot of like uh, horizontal video for YouTube and then that can always be kind of chopped down. Or I know one of our big clients actually has a whole other, we do all their like high production value YouTube ads and then someone else does like very UGC centric TikTok. So some businesses have, you know, two options, um, but we, we do do it also. So. So. What are some of the some of the keys? To, I mean, you guys have probably, you guys have run a lot of these campaigns. Are there any takeaways or maybe some keys to creating the most successful campaign possible? Yeah, and I think we've covered this a little bit, but you know, really listening to what the client wants. Um, and you, they they always say, you know, the first five to seven seconds of the video is called the hook, and it's called the hook for a reason. You want to hook that audience member and you want to do it in a way that's eye-catching or unexpected. And that's also really great for comedy because that goes hand in hand with comedy because comedy is all about the unexpected. We laugh at the surprise. So um, a lot of times we talk about the rule of three, which is essentially setting up for a reversal. So you have the initiation the repetition, and then the variation, which is so like one, two, three pineapple, or um, you have two things that are the same to set the pattern and then you break it and people usually laugh. And we don't know why they laugh, but we know they laugh. <laughs> um, so yeah, we want to make sure that we have a solid hook to get them into the video. And we will come up with 
several hooks per idea as well, because it isn't a perfect science. And the, the client will usually test those out and see which works best. Um, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, once you've got your, you know, hooks, we also usually do multiple CTA options too, so they can test those. That way, no matter what, you're left with something that's going to work. Um, and then I would say also we want to always play with the edit. Like if you're new at this, um, just keep in mind the project as a whole. Try not to look at it clip by clip by clip. Or try to not maybe squeeze in every moment that you absolutely love that you must have. Think of it as a whole because that's how the viewer is going to see that. And be prepared to maybe cut a couple things that you really love. I had um, a problem with that back in the day. <laughs> but I love Order. that. But I love Order. that too. But then altogether, it just doesn't doesn't work. And she'd be so, like, Tina, you got you got to cut it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, that's. That's one of the big things I think with with what you guys are doing is 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 creating a solid piece of content because I see so many businesses doing this wrong, even missing the opportunity on the hook, and they put a splash card of their logo in the first three seconds. It's like forget about it, game over. Right. No one's seeing that video, right? So having that five to seven second sort of hook, and then that strong CTA, Shelby, that you said there, I think is is obviously important to have in that video as well. You guys have mastered the art. So if our audience has any questions for you guys, what's the best way for them to get in touch? Um, they can always go to our website. It's just take2content.com with the number two. We're also on Instagram, um, YouTube, and you can check out our TikTok, which will have stuff up very soon. <laughs> yeah, don't, ch don't check TikTok yet. There's but, like one know, video it's and it's a little wonky. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, and that, We're working that on it. And that's at Take Two Content across all the platforms. Yes, yes, yes. Nice. yes. Okay. Shelby at Take Two Content, Christina at Take Two Content. If you want to shoot us an email, and we nice. do do a, a free thirty-minute call if um, you want to get some free advice or talk us through what what you're going through um, within your marketing. Sweet, awesome. Okay, cool. We end every episode with the same question. And I know I've been like just storing questions at you guys. And this is how, how I know you guys work so well together because I have not said Christina or Shelby once in this entire interview. And you guys knew exactly who was answering that question. Which is cool. Usually I just look at her. I'm like, I'm like Shelby? <laughs> it got to the point where I was like, okay, I know Shelby's going to answer this one because it's technical. All right. It's going straight to Shelby. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's so funny. That's good. We, we, I don't think we even noticed that. No, no. But I do, I am going to, I'm going to call each of you out on this one though, because we end every episode with the same question. This question, the question is this, I'll start with you, Christina. If you could choose one person dead or alive to represent your brand, who would it be and why? Okay. Shelby's going to kill me, but, um, so we love Ryan Reynolds. He, we think what he's doing is so great right now because he's just so innovative and the way he's going about creating these ads is just super, super creative. And we really look up to him. Um, so, uh, can I do Ryan Reynolds if he was a woman? Does that work? Ryan Reynolds feels a woman. Sure. I mean, or, you know, very yeah. woman oriented. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Canadian content right there. That's it's Canadian Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> right. He's Canadian. <laughs> awesome. Yes, he Hello, Canadian. Awesome. Shelby, who do you got? I'm like, Ryan Reynolds is a man. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I would probably say maybe, um, Someone like Tina Fey, who's very smart, very funny, very witty, and um, 
sort of always on top of her game. Um, you know, she's such an amazing writer and I feel like she's not afraid a, to go there. She's afraid to go there. And whenever anybody sees anything that she's done, it's like, oh my gosh, I have to see this. So we can only dream to attain that level of recognition. So 135 episodes and we haven't had a comedian as that answer yet. A lot of Oprah Winfrey. Yeah, a lot of Oprah Winfrey. A lot of, uh, you know. Uh, we take her too. Muhammad yeah. Ali, but yeah, no comedians. So there you go. Makes perfect sense for this episode. <laughs> awesome. Christina Shelby, this has been awesome. Thank you guys so much for joining. Thank, Thank you. you. So fun. Thanks for listening to the Merged Marketing Podcast. I truly appreciate it and would love it if you went over to your podcast platform and gave us a subscribe so you never miss an episode. Also, if you think the Merge Marketing Podcast is a good fit for somebody else, like your business partner or your spouse, just go on over and give this episode a share. I'd love it if you would share the wealth of knowledge and value that I'm bringing to you and share it to other people. That would be amazing. Again, thank you so much for listening. Don't set up for good. Be great. We'll see you soon.